Can we just go into the word? Amen. The series that Pastor Shannon has been speaking about is Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. It is God who heals. Amen. What I want to say is God does not want to become a mystery to, to us. Hallelujah. God does not want to, he does not want us not to understand his ways. God does not want us to understand his character. Hallelujah. God wants us to know him. You hear people quoting the scripture saying, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. But that is not God's, what God desires for us. As, uh, as he created us, God desires us to know him. God desires us to understand him. God desires us to understand his ways. Hallelujah. And one of the things that make us understand God and understand his ways is when we have fellowship with him hallelujah it's through fellowship and it is through the word hallelujah god created adam and he had fellowship with adam and adam could understand god adam could understand god's ways we see this with god asking adam to name the animals he brings the animals to god and said uh, 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 god brings the animals to adam and says adam name these animals and adam will name a lion a lion a tiger a tiger a bear a bear and we see this god does not come and say to adam no adam you named the lion incorrectly it's supposed to be a tiger but no god is fine and is impressed with what adam is doing that he sees no need to correct it because of the fellowship that adam had with god adam could understand the ways of god adam could understand how god thinks hallelujah this fellowship was broken when sin came into the world when the devil deceived eve and uh, when the devil deceived Eve and Eve gave Adam the fruit they sinned and then the Bible says the voice of God came walking in the garden but Adam and Eve were hiding because that fellowship had now been broken and then Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden of Eden which represented the presence of God hallelujah so when you're in the presence of God that brings fellowship it's where you understand God hallelujah another way for us to understand God and his ways and his character it is through the word hallelujah the word of God reveals who God is. Hallelujah. I'd like us to go into the word. Can we please go to the book of Genesis chapter 22? Because the word is what reveals the character and nature of God. We understand God through the word. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 22, we will read from verse 14. I'll start from verse 13. It says, then Abram lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abram went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abram called the name of the, the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Hallelujah. There it says the Lord will provide it, will provide. It is Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. It is God who provides. So we learn from this word another character of God that God is a provider. Hallelujah. God is the one who provides hallelujah if you understand the scripture the background here god had said to abraham abraham go and sacrifice abraham takes it go go and sacrifice your son adam takes his son and they go to sacrifice his son says to abraham father I see the wood, I see the father, but where is the sacrifice? Abraham responds to his son and says, the Lord will provide for himself the sacrifice. This lets us know that God will never 
ask you to give something that he has not already provided yet. If God asks you for your time, it's because he has already provided you time. If God asks you to give into the work of the ministry, it's because God has already provided resources for you. Hallelujah. God will never ask you for something that he has not given you the ability to give. It would be unfair for God to ask you to give him something that he knows that you will not be able to give. Hallelujah. So whenever God asks you to do something, it's because the moment he asks you to do something, that word has got an ability for you to provide that which he asks you to give. When Jesus was walking on water, Peter sees him. Peter says, Lord, if it's you, call me. Jesus said, come. And because of that one word, Jesus, Peter was able to walk on water. Because the word of God has got power and it's got ability in it. Hallelujah. So we understand from Genesis chapter 22 that God is a provider. Hallelujah. Um, can we go to Ezekiel chapter 48? Ezekiel chapter 48, we will read from verse 35. Ezekiel 48, we will read from verse 35. Hallelujah. It says, all the way around shall be 18,000 cubits, and the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. Hallelujah. The Lord is there. This is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there or the Lord is present. Hallelujah. This is another character and, 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 and principle and nature of God that we understand. That God is omnipresent. Hallelujah. He's with you all the time. Hallelujah. You might not feel like God is there in your situation. You might not see him. But we do not interpret God based on our feelings. We interpret God based on the word. Hallelujah. If God says he is there with you then you must know that he is there with you jesus said i will never leave you nor forsake you no matter what you are going through i want you to know that god is there because it's his character he is jehovah shama the lord is present hallelujah we see him being present when shadrach meshach and abednego were thrown into the fire the king said throw these men these three men into the fire they are thrown into the fire later the king asked and says how many people did we throw into the fire they say three the king said i see the fourth one and he is like the son of god so god was present with shadrach meshach and abednego in the fire god might not stop you from being thrown into the fire but because he's present he will stop the fire from consuming you Hallelujah. the bible says when you pass through the waters the waters will not overflow you when you pass through the fire the fire will not consume you what's the principle behind this it's because god is there with you when god is there with you the fire will not consume you. He said you are passing through the fire. You are not in the fire to stay, but you are passing through. There will be another side. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says there is a season and time for everything. There is no season that lasts forever. Keep on holding on to Christ because he is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is present. Hallelujah. I said the word re reveals the character and nature of God. God does not want to be a mystery to us. Hallelujah. Let us go to the scripture that Pastor Chef has been ministering about throughout this series. Hallelujah. Pastor Chef, I was so blessed when as, as I was watching your series online, it made it easy for me to also prepare this message. Hallelujah. 
Let us go to the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Hallelujah. And said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Hallelujah. He said, I am the Lord who heals you. He is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Hallelujah. So we understand again here the character of God, the nature of God, that God is the God who heals. Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Jireh. When we are in lack, he is there. He is able to provide. Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Shammah. When you are going through something he said I am present with you and then he says he is Jehovah Rapha I am the God who heals hallelujah God's desire is for us to experience his healing power hallelujah the Bible says the entrance of God's word gives light when the God of when the word of God is released it comes with light it comes with power it comes with his healing ability hallelujah I believe throughout this series God has already begun to perform miracles and signs and wonders of healing in our bodies. Healing is, is all around. It's not only physical, but it can be mental as well. Hallelujah. God heals every part of your being because he's the one who originally created you. Hallelujah. The Bible says he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Hallelujah. We see him in the Old Testament healing Sarah who was unable to conceive and give birth. We see him as well healing Rebecca who was unable to conceive and give birth. We see him through a Elisha bringing a child back to life because it is, God, it is God's desire for us to experience the heal, his healing power. Why? Because his nature, his character is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Hallelujah. So now you know when you are going through something and you are in need of something, you can call on Jehovah Jireh and he will provide. When you are going through something and it looks dark, you can call on Jehovah Shama. He's present. He brings light. When you have facing sickness you can call on Jehovah Rapha and you will bring the healing power of God in your body hallelujah praise the Lord Amen. he reveals himself through his word he does not want to become a mystery to us he wants us to know him so he gives us his word so that we know him hallelujah let us move to the New Testament hallelujah can we move to the book of John John chapter 1 I'll read from John chapter 1 to verse 5. Hallelujah. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 5. And light shines, shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Can, can not comprehend it. Hallelujah. So here we understand that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 3 says, all things were made through him. Who's him? He's still speaking about the word. So 
So we understand that the nature and character of the word is to create. The word is creative in power. The word is creative in nature. Hallelujah. When the earth, when God was creating in the book of Genesis, the Bible says the earth was full of darkness. And God spoke. He said, let there be light. Because he spoke and the word is creative, that word was able to produce the light. Hallelujah. Because when, the, when God releases his word, his word becomes the reality. It changes the reality that we see into the reality that God has spoken. I'm going to make an example. Hallelujah. This wall currently is white. The reality of this wall that we see now is that it's white. If God were to come into this house right now and say this is blue, <laughs> the question is who's, who's lying, who's telling the truth? God says it's blue, but we see it's white. The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. So meaning when God speaks, his word is true. And because his word is creative, it creates what he says. By the time you look at this word, the second time it would have changed into blue. Why? Because when God speaks, his word changes the reality that we see. The reality of the earth was that it's full of darkness. But God released his word. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's why he says, let the weak say I'm strong. He wants to change your reality from weakness to strength because he created you. He wants you to experience healing. So he what you need to do is to take his word, put it in your mouth, speak it, it will then change the reality. Because the word of God in the mouth of a believer, it's like God himself speaking. Hallelujah. The word of God is creative in nature. Hallelujah. Can the same book, John chapter 1, let us go to verse 14. We are still speaking about Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. In verse 14, uh, John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Verse 14 says, The word became flesh. So this word of God now became flesh. It became a human being. It became a man. Hallelujah. Who is this man? It says, The only begotten of the Father. So we understand that this man is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, We understand God's nature and character through his word. Amen. The Bible says, In the beginning is the word, and this word is creative. And this this word became a man this man is Jesus so we understand God by looking at Jesus we understand God's character God's nature by looking at Christ's character by looking at Christ's nature hallelujah so Jesus Christ is the word of God in flesh hallelujah the question then is who, who we understand what Jesus is but who is Jesus hallelujah let's hear Jesus speak to define himself in his own words let us go to John chapter 14 Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Hallelujah. Jesus is the word of God in flesh. John chapter 14. Um, can we start from verse number 6? This is Jesus himself speaking. He says, I'll read from verse number 6 to verse 11. Jesus said to him, um, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life 
No one comes to the Father except through me. Verse 7, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Hallelujah. Verse 8, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Verse 9, Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Hallelujah. That is um, John chapter 14. Can we just go back again to verse 6? Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth and the life hallelujah so in john chapter one the bible says the word became flesh which is the only begotten of god and that is jesus so jesus speaks about himself he defines himself he says i am the way the truth and the life we hear a lot of people speaking and preaching about this um scripture but do we understand what god was what jesus christ was saying hallelujah he says i am the way the way to what the answer is in that very same verse it's he says i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me hallelujah so jesus is the way to the father jesus is the way to the fatherhood of god you cannot call god as your father if you do not believe in jesus christ hallelujah i'm going to say something a bit controversial here everyone was created by god but not everyone is a child of god every human being is created by god but not every human being is a child of god you are only a child of god through jesus christ if you believe in jesus christ hallelujah every human being is born after the flesh born after your physical mother and your father they gave birth to you hallelujah but um when it comes to christ jesus said to nicodemus you must be born again he's speaking about the second birth the second spiritual birth this is when god gives birth to you hallelujah everyone is created by god but not everyone is the father of god i cannot go outside and see a child and say this is my child because if we check the dna it will show that this is no my this is not my child yes it is a child but this is not my child you are only a child of god if god gave birth to you how does god give birth to you he gives birth to you to, through his word hallelujah i think it's romans chapter 10 verse 9 hallelujah can i just quickly go there I'll start from verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you and in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you will be saved. Hallelujah. Verse 10. For with the heart one believes into righteousness and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. Hallelujah. So God becomes your father and you become the child of God by believing in Jesus Christ. How do you believe in Jesus Christ? You confess with your mouth. You believe live with your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Jesus Christ died on the cross, that he was buried and he was resurrected from the dead. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Yet Paul was not there when Christ was being crucified. But because when you confess and declare with your mouth, there is a spiritual system that God uses to give birth to you when you believe in Jesus Christ, when you confess the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He says, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, the Lord, uh, 
Jesus Christ, you, you will receive salvation. Hallelujah. When a woman is about to give birth, they say uh, uh, her water would break and water and blood is released. Hallelujah. When Jesus was on the cross and the Roman soldier stepped in, the Bible says water and blood gushed out. That was the spiritual process of God giving birth to us. Hallelujah. So when we declare Jesus as Lord of our lives, in the eyes of God, when Christ was crucified, we were crucified because of the nature of sin. When Christ was buried, we were buried because of the nature of sin. When Christ was resurrected, we were resurrected with him as new creation, as being born again. Now we are the children of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, I am the way. He is the way to the fatherhood of God. Hallelujah. He says, I am the truth. Hallelujah. The truth is saying that he is the word. The word of God is truth. Truth, if, if I could define it in my own way, it's, it's the same example that I made. It's, it's when it comes to God, it is the highest form of reality. Truth, your own truth is the reality of your life. Your wife is part of your reality, it's part of your truth. Your family are part of your reality. Your challenges, your struggles, your job, all of those things are part, form part of your reality, form part of your truth. But the word of God is the highest form of truth because it has power to change your current reality. reality. It's got power to change your current truth. It's got power to change the current, fa- the, 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 the current facts of your life. Hallelujah. It is a fact that the doctors may discover a certain sickness and a certain virus in your body. It is what they see from their medical report. It is the fact, but the truth is, by his stripes, we are healed. The truth supersedes the fact. Hallelujah. When you experience the fact, and the fact is not in line with the truth, you take the truth, you put it in your mouth, you release it, it will then change the facts. Hallelujah. Jesus says that. He says, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. Hallelujah. What does he mean when he says I am the life? Let us go to the book of John chapter 10 verse 10. Hallelujah. John chapter 10 verse 10. He says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. He says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. John chapter 3 verse uh, 16, it says, For uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus Christ comes when to give us life. When he says, I am the life, he says, I am that eternal life. Hallelujah. He comes to give you eternal life. Hallelujah. It's a life that gives you victory. Hallelujah. It's a life that is beyond beyond sickness hallelujah it's a life that is beyond um, poverty hallelujah it's a life that is beyond stress it's a life that is beyond depression that's why it is uh, when depression comes into your life you must know that there is a thief when sickness comes into your life you must know that there is a thief he said the thief comes to steal to kill and destroy but I came that you may have life this life is eternal life hallelujah people think Jesus and God they are in eternity no it's the other way around eternity is found in God God is beyond eternity eternity exists in him hallelujah it's not God existing under eternity hallelujah so Jesus when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you receive eternal life not when you get to heaven. The day you believe, eternal life is imparted into your spirit. Hallelujah. And it comes with the power to release Jehovah Rapha, God the healer. Because sickness in your body is a thief. 
He says the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. He does not destroy first. He tries to kill first. He does not kill first. He tries to steal. So he steals you. But he knows that when he steals, a thief can be caught. So he tries to kill you. But he knows when he kills, God can resurrect. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He tries to destroy. What you destroy means cannot exist. But God said, I will do a new thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. Let us go to the book of Philippians chapter 2. I, I, I read a lot of scriptures for forgive me if I don't just use scripture and just speak hallelujah. Pastor Chef, I'm still learning these things. I'm still learning. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the healer. Hallelujah. Jesus is the healer. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Now it's speaking about Jesus, this Jesus that we're speaking about, hallelujah. We established that God does not want to become a mystery. God wants us to know him. We know him through his word. Who is the word? What is the word? The word is Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way to the fatherhood of God, hallelujah. Now, here's what the book of Philippians says about this Jesus we are speaking about. Verse, Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Therefore God also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of those in heaven, of those in the earth, and of those under the earth. Hallelujah. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Hallelujah. It says God, Jesus, was given a name that is above every other name hallelujah so the name of jesus is the most powerful name in the universe hallelujah it is above every other name hallelujah i said when you experience lack you can call over jehovah jireh when you are going through something you can call of call of jehovah shaman when you experience sickness in your body you can call jehovah rafa but sometimes you might forget when you are stressed who do i call is it is it jehovah rafa is it shaman is it nisi you might turn things around god says you don't have to worry about that just call the name of Jesus because in the name of Jesus there is Jehovah Rapha in the name of Jesus there is Jehovah Shammah in the name of Jesus there is Jehovah Hallelujah the name of Jesus is above every other name you mention the name of Jesus Hallelujah he says the name of Jesus is above every other name you don't need to stress, is it Jehovah Rapha? Just say Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see what the name of Jesus can do. Mark chapter 16. <laughs> Mark chapter 16, verse, verse 15. Hallelujah. He says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by, by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we cast out devils. In the name of Jesus, we bring healing. In the name of Jesus, we bring provision. Hallelujah. 
We're speaking about Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. Amen. The name of Jesus can heal. Amen. We see there's a story in the Bible where they bring a, a child who is deaf and dumb. They bring the child to Jesus. Hallelujah. When Jesus heals that child, he does not pray only for the ears and the mouth. But the Bible says he cast out the spirit from the child. That shows us that sometimes the source of sickness is the devil. The source of sickness is demonic. The source of sickness is evil spirits. Hallelujah. Sickness can come in different ways. It can come because of the food that we eat. It can come because of the environment that we are in. Anyway, the reason why sickness came into the world is because of the fall of Adam. Hallelujah. So it can manifest in the life of a person in different ways but also the source of sickness can be demonic hallelujah so he says when you speak to when you deal with sickness you cast out the devil in the name of Jesus hallelujah if someone were to you know when you pray for sickness um the reason why I'm saying this, sometimes we see Jehovah God who heals, but we ask ourselves, how do we manifest this healing into our lives? We manifest this healing by declaring the name of Jesus, by declaring healing in the name of Jesus over that sickness. Hallelujah. He says, you cast out devils. If we were to find a thief coming here into the church and we call the police, the police will not ask the thief, please, man, just get into the van. Please just put on these handcuffs. They catch him and they throw him into the van. That's how you deal with sickness. Because it's a spirit. You do not say, Lord, please heal me. Ahashem, Lord, Ahashem ministries. Heal me, heal me, Lord. No, you say, in the name of Jesus, I command this sickness to leave my body. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing into my body. And healing will manifest. We speak the name of Jesus and what we say, he says we lay hands on the sick and they recover. What if I don't feel like it? No, we don't, uh, we don't judge God's word based on feeling. We don't judge God based on feelings and emotions. We judge him because, of, because based on his word. What he says is when he said, let there be light, the Bible says there was light. When Jesus was with his disciples and he saw the fig tree and he wanted the figs, there was no figs. The Bible says it was not the season. He cast the victory and he walked away. He never stood to watch. But the disciples came in the next day. When they saw the next day that they said, Master, the fig tree that you cast has dried up. Hallelujah. Jesus did not check is, 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 is what's happening. He just spoke the word and he left. Because the word will continue to do what he has released it upon that thing. Hallelujah. He says, I've given you a name that is above every other name. Hallelujah. We see Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus. He's standing there, hallelujah. Lazarus is dead about three or four days. Now that was a hopeless situation. There are people who say, I think my situation is hopeless. As long as there's breath in your lungs, your situation is not hopeless. The person who had the hopeless situation is Lazarus. He couldn't even hope. He was in the tomb. He's already, he already started to smell. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Hallelujah. When Jesus approached, the sister of Lazarus said, Master, if only you were here on time, my brother wouldn't have died. If only you were here on time, telling Jesus, who created time? Late. Jesus is late. According to which watch? How can she say, you know, she liked the revelation of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am beyond time. Yes. He gets to the tomb of Lazarus. He says, roll over the stone. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> he's about to call Lazarus from the dead, yes. but he still asks people to roll over the stone. Because your faith, there must be action to it. Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. There must be effort. There must be something that you put to it. Yeah. Then roll over the stone. Hallelujah. And then he calls Lazarus. Lazarus, come out. The Bible says, and Lazarus stood and come out. Hallelujah. That is what will happen when you are facing a situation and it looks like death. You speak life and life will manifest. Yeah. Hallelujah. We see Jesus healing the woman with the issue of blood. Hallelujah. You know, this Jehovah Rapha, it's God's nature to heal. He, it's easy for God to heal a headache as it's easy for him to heal cancer. It's easy for God to heal a headache as it's easy for him to heal HIV. There is no sickness that is too big for the name of Jesus. There is no challenge that is too big than the name of Jesus. You know, when you are in the habit of doing something, when something is in you, even when you do it, you are not even, even away. One thing that I do when I drive, I, I, my wife does it as well, is we always fasten our seatbelts. We just get used to it. You know, when my wife gets in the car, she fastens her seatbelt. When I get in the car, I fasten the, my seatbelt. I find myself driving and sometimes I check, oh, I fasten my seatbelt, but I don't remember when, because it's in my nature. You know, when I drive from work going home, because it's in my nature, it's in my habit, I sometimes don't even remember when did I pass this stop sign. I just find myself at home because it's in my nature and in my habit. It is in the nature of God to heal. Hallelujah. The woman with the issue of God, God said, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. She touched the hem of, of Jesus' garment. Jesus said, but who touched me? Because there is power that was released. The power of healing was released from Jesus without him even being aware of it because it's his nature to heal hallelujah so when you pray for healing you must understand that it is God's nature to heal hallelujah it will become difficult for you to release to re receive the healing power of God if you still think hey maybe this sickness is from God maybe God is trying to humble me maybe God is trying to me no it is God's nature to heal hallelujah we I said to understand God you must look at Jesus Jesus said to Philip you if you have seen me you have seen the father if you want to know how God behaves you look at Jesus if you want to know how God does things you look at Jesus the healing power was released from Jesus without him being away hallelujah because of the faith of the woman our faith can cause the healing power to be released into our lives hallelujah praise the Lord I'm about to close hallelujah just a few what two or three scriptures can we go to the book of Second Kings, hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 2. No, sorry, Second Kings chapter 13. Second Kings chapter 13. Second Kings chapter 13. We will read from verse 14. Hallelujah. So you might be asking, but Debza, what, what do I do? Do I just speak? And then are you saying things will just happen just like that? Uh, I've been speaking, but nothing is happening. How do I manifest this healing? You know, what, what's this word of faith? Do I just speak? And, and, and what's, what, what's going to happen? Hallelujah. When you understand the fellowship of God, the Holy Spirit, and, 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 and Christ, the Word, when God speaks, the Holy Spirit goes to perform. When God speaks the word, the Holy Spirit goes to perform the word. Hallelujah. So you might be asking yourself, but how, 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 for how long do I do this thing? Hallelujah. Can you go to the book of 2 Kings chapter 13 verse 14? It says, And Elisha had become sick with illness of which he would die. Then Joash the king of Israel came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh my father, 
my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. Verse 15. And Elisha said to him, take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Verse 16. Then he said to the king of Israel, put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it and Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. And he said, open the east window. And he opened it. And then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance the air of deliverance from Syria, for you must strike the Syrians at Apec till you have destroyed them. Verse 18, then he said, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times and stopped. Verse 19, and the man of God was angry with him. And he said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it, till you have destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Hallelujah. So Elisha said, strike the ground. The king struck the ground three times and stopped. Elisha was angry. He said, why did you stop? You should have struck it twice as much as you did and you would have destroyed the enemy. The problem is that we speak the word and we give up too quickly. Elisha said you would have continued. Yeah. Hallelujah. So you don't stop because there is no change. You Because you don't see change. The reason why is you don't stop is because there is no change. You only stop when there is a manifestation. You continue to speak healing in that body until healing manifests. When the devil puts the pressure, you release the pressure of God's word. You do not stop saying it. You continue to speak it until the word manifests. Hallelujah. No, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. You still the pain. You still feel pain. I, that pain will not work. He steals you. He kills you, and then he destroys you because you stop speaking. Elisha said you shouldn't have stopped. The word of God is creative by nature. You continue speaking the word until there is a manifestation of healing. Hallelujah. The problem is we speak for one day and we give up. We speak for one week. We give up. We speak for one year. We give up. Up until the situation changes, you do not stop. Then the devil was tempting Jesus. The devil also did not stop but Jesus continued then then the Bible says the devil left for a while so he would come when he comes back again you release the word upon him hallelujah you do not stop you continue speaking the word hallelujah can we go to the book of Acts Acts chapter 3 hallelujah you do not stop speaking the word until the situation changes you do not stop say this with me you do not stop you do not stop speaking the word until the situation changes. Hallelujah. Thank you for help me for helping me preach. <laughs> Acts chapter 3. Um, we'll read from verse 1. Hallelujah. We see one of the ways that the name of Jesus can be used to minister healing, to release the power of Jehovah Rapha. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3 verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms and those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us, verse 5. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Verse 7, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, lifted him up. 
and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8. So he leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with him and with them walking and leaping and praising God. Verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Verse 10. Then they knew it was he who sat begging arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Hallelujah. So Peter said to this man, look at us. And then he said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. If you look at that, um, that was not a prayer. Yeah. Hallelujah. He used the name of Jesus with the intention to release something. Prayer is when you talk to God about something. In, in, in simplest form, I did not do theology much so. <laughs> to me, <laughs> prayer to me is when you just talk to God about something. Peter did not talk to God about this man's situation. Peter did not talk to Jesus about this man's situation. Instead, he addressed this man's situation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because when you speak in the name of Jesus, it's like you are speaking in his stead. That sickness sees you and it sees Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus said, when you look at me, you have seen God. Hallelujah. When you receive Christ, when I see you, I have seen Christ. When the devil see you, they see Christ. When that sickness sees you, it sees Christ. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. The Bible says that man received strength in the ankles. So we can see the source of the problem. The reason why the man could not walk was because the problem was in his ankles but Peter was not a doctor he did not know the technicalities you don't have to know the technicalities of the situation you don't have to, te to know the technicalities of the sickness you don't have to know the technicalities of the challenge just say Jesus the Holy Spirit who is the creator of human of the human body knows where is the problem when you say the name of Jesus the Holy Spirit is intelligent enough to release the power at that area of the problem the problem will receive strength the problem will receive the solution from its core source. Hallelujah. The Bible says that man received strength from the ankles. Peter didn't even know. All he knew is the name of Jesus. That's all you need to know. The name of Jesus to deal with sickness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I just like all of us to stand. Hallelujah. I've, I've, I've closed. Hallelujah. <laughs> we we have no, we now know the nature and character of God's will. We know that the word of God is Christ. Hallelujah! It's Christ in the flesh, and we know we know that Jesus' name is the name which is above every other name. Hallelujah! I just like each and of us to all of us to just pray for the next one or two minutes. You know what is that problem that you are dealing with? Be it sickness of the body, be it um, sickness. Maybe you are hurt. You are experiencing depression, hallelujah. Whatever the challenge is, when we release the name of Jesus, there is provision. It can be you are seeking for a job. You are believing God for something. You are believing God for healing in your financial life. I, I just want us to pray right now. And we, we've now learned that the name of Jesus has power. We are going to use that name in, 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 in faith, hallelujah. I just remem remembered a testimony that I had. Um, there was a man who was in a hospital and he was diagnosed with cancer. And the doctor said, you've got, I think he said 40 days, you've got about 40 days to live before you die. This cancer, there is nothing that we can do about it. That man thought to himself, since I'm going to die and I'm sick, I'm in hospital, I can't really go and do good so that God can make me good so that when I die, I go to heaven. So he said, what I'll do, I'll just, in these 40 days, read the Bible from um, Genesis to Revelation. And he was reading, he came across a scripture 
in, 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 I think it's Isaiah, but the, the pastors will correct me, where it says um, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace. Um, and, and it says by his stripes we are healed. That's the part that he saw. And in, when he saw that part, in those 40 days, he started to confess and declare that. He kept feeling the pain, but he continued to declare that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. The doctor went and checked and said, he said to the doctor, doctor, I'm healed, I'm well. When the doctor checked, no, the cancer is increasing. It's not even decreasing. So it's getting worse. But he kept on saying, by his stripes, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. When the doctor came to check up, the cancer started to decrease. He kept declaring, by his stripes, I'm when the doctor came to check, the cancer started to decrease. It came to a point that the cancer was eliminated from his body because of the word of God. Hallelujah. And now that man has become a preacher. So I want us to use the name of Jesus in our own lives. We know what it is that we need. We know what it is that we desire. I want us to pray. Release the name of Jesus with the intention that there's going to be healing. Hallelujah. Even if you feel pain right now in your body, release the name of Jesus. That pain will go. Even if there's a sickness, release the name of Jesus. That pain will go. Even if it does not happen now, it might happen tomorrow, it might happen in the next days. We want to hear you come and testify to Pastor Shep that I prayed and this is what happened. Hallelujah.